welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. What a terrifying week it's been. Um, I was there. We'll talk about it momentarily. But till then, I want you to know exactly who I am. I'm Dustin Bass. And I am Alan Joaquin. Yes, and we are the sons of history. And boy, has history been made this past week. Good grief. Um, And more history of the most unpleasant kind looks to be being made as we speak. As we speaketh. Alan, um, this is going to be a difficult conversation to have, I can already sense. Yeah, it's not... A subject that I I was really hoping we would not have to go down this road, but it has happened and it's actually accelerated in terms of the response to the events that took place earlier this week, mm-hmm. one of which you happen to be at. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. Right. I was at the event. Um, I was given a press pass. I, I got a press pass from those who had put the rally together. Um, which gave me access to a lot of places. And so I was there on official business and boy, the business was booming. Literally, literally, yeah. <laughs> literally <laughs> booming. Um, there were some booms as we were heading towards the Capitol. We hadn't even gotten there and there were already booms from the tear gas canisters. Um, right. But Hey, I, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Let's start off with something a little more light Let's start off with our book and movie recommendation. And since you are the king of the county. Lord of the manor. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'll let you start. I am, I am master of my domain. There you go. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> and you, right. you'll be out before we get the check. All right. I want better odds. You put up 300. There you go. No. There you go. All right. Are we doing book and movie now? or? Uh... Yeah, let's go for it. All right. I'll, I'll go first. I know. I said oh. that. All right. Hey, don't. Hey, don't. Hey. Did you, antici- did you anticipate that we were going to have a little argument here? Did you anticipate that and then you tried to put an end to it? Are you, um, are you playing off of something? Uh, yeah anticipation of bad behavior therefore let's cut it before it happens yeah no i'm always anticipating arguments the trial the trial by franz kafka i'm hearing a lot of people talk about this book now i have not read it it is part of my vast library that you see behind me i was told that this is a classic that everyone should read so I have not read it yet, but I will recommend it based on what others who have read it are saying right now. Yeah. Franz Kafka, The Trial, it was written around the time of World War I. Mm-hmm. About a guy that gets arrested and he's like, well, what are the charges? And the government's like, well, we'll let you know. We, we can't tell you right now, but, but we will let you know. And, mm. uh, Yeesh. You know, yeah, so just uh, like I said, have not read it, so I can't give you any more detail other than People who have read it, who are watching the situation unfolding around us, they're all saying, read that book. So, read that book. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Now, movies. 
I haven't seen this movie either, but this is another thing where everybody's like, you need to watch this movie. Now, I know a little bit about it. It's called Minority Report. I do remember it coming out around the time of the uh, birth of Christ. Around the time when, when Iraq, no, when Iraq was about to be invaded back in 2003. I don't know how you haven't seen that movie yet. It's pretty good. I, I just haven't haven't seen it. Well, I know. I get that. So, yeah. But people who have seen it, are saying that watch it because it's <laughs> they, they dealing it. with a situation. They saw it. They said watch it. Yeah, they're saying watch it. So, okay, you know. You know, it's kind of like uh, John Adams was saying, read Edward Coke. Mm-hmm. I've never read Edward Coke. Yeah. But, hey, if he's saying read Edward Coke and you're a jurist, trial, whatever, yeah, lawyer, then, hey, read Coke. Read Coke. Read Coke. And then read Haven't the read trial. it, but... And then read the trial if you're going to be. You you've know, never, you've here. never read Coke, but you've you've done Coke. Pepsi, you know, I like Pepsi diet. Go. Pepsi, <laughs> much better, much better. All right, so um, I'll do my book and movie recommendation. Um, Hold on, my nose is a uh... dude. You know my, you know my problem, bro. My nose no, always itches, especially if I've been talking yeah, I, for a while. My nose will start going nuts. It's not a little of the uh... Coke. Coke. <laughs> not a little bit of. I got a little Edward Coke in me. Do you ever oh, before we? Did you ever watch? You've seen Die Hard. Yes. Okay. You remember when uh, Ellis just before he got hit? Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave him a can of Coke. They opened up a can of Coke and poured it into a cup for him. Yeah. My understanding is that he had asked him, "You guys got any Coke?" And they gave him coke. <laughs> That's what he was expecting. Anyway, so, okay, yeah. go ahead. Anticipation was wrong. All right, That's so right. this was a pretty good book, American Lion, by the author and historian John Meacham. Pretty good book. Rundown on Andrew Jackson gives his life, the life and times of the man, the myth, the legend. You talk about a guy who just came out of uh, technically nowhere, came out from the woods. Um, to eventually become the president, the seventh president of the United States of America. Um, and yeah, he's a, he's a figure that you, you have a lot of reasons to like and then a lot of reasons to dislike. Um, so American Lion, pretty good book. I, I recommend uh, checking it out. Um, you know, two, two days ago was the anniversary of uh, Battle of New Orleans. Really? Mm-hmm. Two days ago. That's where he got his, you know, real fame right there. Right. So, yeah, I posted something on the Sons of History uh, Facebook page on that. Yeah. It was a, a scene from uh, the movie The Buccaneer. Hmm? The Buccaneer. I have not seen that. The Buccaneer. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, Yul Brenner plays uh, Jean Lafitte. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, Charlton Heston plays Andrew Jackson. Oh, okay. Now, I believe this was filmed before the Ten Commandments was filmed. So, okay, kind of a, hey, it's you again type of thing. Behold I think. his not... mighty hand. Yeah. Yes. I, actually, I don't know which one was filmed before the other one, but uh, I it's know not, the Ten it's Commandments. It's not that important. Please don't look. Please don't search right. for it. Thank you. Just all right. So here's my movie recommendation. Now that you're bringing in all these other movies, appreciate it. Um, 
All right, so my movie recommendation is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's actually tied for first, and it is Gladiator with Russell Crowe. It's such a good movie. And boy, you talk about a movie for our time. Do we need heroes who are willing to sacrifice much for the restoration of the Republic, which you and I believe is pretty much over? Okay. I, uh, I hate to put it like that. You know, I, I, I did a talk the other night on Thursday night um, talking about, is this the end of the Republic? And somebody uh, stated, well, I think that's a little too extreme. I'm like, well, what do you think um, ensures? Re-? Well, I didn't respond really, but I was like, mm-hmm. I, I did respond, but not in, in this connotation. But I was thinking, what do you think a Republic runs on? It runs on trust from the people to their representatives. Um, And that's been shot straight to the pits of hell. Um, Unfortunate. So those are my book and movie recommendations. Those are Alan's book and movie recommendations. My friend, we are letting you, when I say we, I mean me, um, we are letting you run this one because I think I sort of ran the last one. Um, gonna let you run this sob uh this episode i think i, I think I ran the, i think i ran the last one didn't i what did, I we, know, what did we talk this? about the last time i don't even remember i remember that uh all yeah, i, I know remember. is all i know is one of us ran it last time but i thought it was okay. i don't know anyway sure. let's not bore let's not bore our audience yeah, yeah. so what we're gonna what we're going to talk about is the event, the historical event that you witnessed and what has happened since. And there is historical precedence on yeah. the reaction. I of- ran it. I ran it last time because we talked about the January 6th results, what we thought was going to happen. Boy, were we way off. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Um, well, OK, so you're at a peaceful what was supposed to be a peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turned into chaos. Yeah. Um, they stormed the Capitol, which right. my first my first thought was when I first heard about it is, okay, they stormed the Capitol. Well, I mean, all right, that's what I was kind of expecting. Uh, did not know that there was going to be any damage. Did not, when I saw the photos of, of men pointing guns at the windows within, I think it was the Senate chamber. It might've been the House chamber. I'm not sure. I'm going to assume the Senate chamber. Then I thought, I was like, going, oh, whoa, this is this is getting kind of out of hand. Um, so I, I was at work and people were telling me, hey, you need to check out check out the news. And I'm like, yeah, I said, don't listen to the news, you know, but I, I watched I watched it. And and what I saw was that they were making it out to be like a Pearl Harbor type, like, oh, you know, like this is the worst thing that has ever happened in the United States ever. Yeah. So I, I, I had a feeling that that was going to happen. And. And, and, you know, the protesters, the, the agitators who that now there have been some videos and pictures coming out that uh, some BLM and some um, Antifa, Antifa members. Yeah. Were, yeah. And well, and, there were definitely Antifa members there. Here's here's the thing. There. Here's okay. how it worked out for me. <clears throat> um, so we were at the ellipse in front of the White House um, where there were a lot of speeches going on. Dude, there was a massive amount of people there. Um, I've heard up to like 1.3 million, uh, gathered. So 
we ended up going up the northwest side of the White House. So we took the long route, right? So we ended up having going around the White House. They had blocked off a couple of blocks, walked, went around, had to come all the way back down to Constitution Avenue and then head over uh, east towards the Capitol. We were probably about quarter of a mile, eighth of a mile away, and we were already hearing booms. We didn't know what that was, but it was actually tear gas uh, being shot into the crowd. When we got there, um, we were like, what in the world was going on? The thing is, like a lot of people who were on the side that we were on, which was not where that initial, I guess, breach had taken place, um, people were just on the lawn. Uh, they were close to the steps of the Capitol. Um, and when, when we got there, I think like the barriers were gone or some had been pushed down. Like everybody was already up on the lawn and they were shooting right. tear gas into the crowd. So people were like really upset about it because one, they had no idea that something had already taken place on the other side. So they thought that they were just shooting tear gas into the crowd because they didn't want them that close to the, to the, uh, capital, I guess. I don't know. But people were just standing there shouting and, and doing everything. Um, I never got onto the other side of the Capitol until probably two or three hours later. Um, maybe, maybe even more. Um, I, uh, I eventually went around. Yeah, it was, um, it was crazy. There was a lot of people who were very upset, but there were definitely Antifa members there. Um, there are video, there are videos coming out. Um, there was one, uh, there was a, a blonde haired guy who looked like he had tattoos, a uh, little tight tattoos, but near his eyes, uh, confessing. Yep. We were there. We were, you know, causing yeah, problems. I and saw that guy. Okay. You saw that one. Okay. Yeah. And then there was, uh, that f- famous picture that looks like the last scene from star Wars, you know, when they're all getting their decorations, the original star Wars yeah. episode. Uh, where you see the guy with the horns, and then you see the guy with the uh, the, sickle. the hammer and sickle, mm-hmm. hammer and sickle on his hands. Two of those guys have been identified as Philly Antifa. Uh, the guy with the horns. Now I've heard mixed. I've heard he's a QAnon fan, and I've heard that he's an actor who is a BLM guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm hearing I'm hearing different things. It seems like right. nobody wants to tell the truth anymore. Yeah. So. The thing that amuses me is that I'm I'm reading social media I'm, I'm and I'm watching TV and people who have done nothing but curse this nation, curse our history, curse the Electoral College, curse everything about this country are now the ones screaming that those that have have uh, trampled on the sacred citadel mm-hmm. of the Capitol yeah. during the sacred moment of democracy counting the electoral college they must be punished because they are um, guilty of sedition that they're mm-hmm. traitors that they're terrorists yeah which is and a- you know which, which okay you know look when i first heard that they that people were storming the capital i thought it was kind of like a, a sit-in you know how people will break into yeah. city hall and they'll I thought that's what it was. And that's what I thought uh, it so, was because people were storming yeah. up onto the patio, the back patio of the of the Capitol, and then just you yeah. know standing around waving flags. Yeah. Sometimes, Which, sometimes I mean, breaking out into song. Uh, there were yeah. thousands up there, uh, yeah. and that's what I think most people thought that it was, if not a vast, vast majority of people thought it was. I know that's what I thought it was. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we. Uh, we were taking pictures and video of, of what was going on. Now to say that, um, 
you know, there weren't Trump supporters who pushed their way up would be, um, mm-hmm. would be dishonest, right? Cause there were, a, right. they were, they were the ones that were pushing themselves up agitators. I honestly think that it was a combination of Trump supporters and, um, Antifa members yeah. who were well, just, they were gung ho about doing it. And here's the thing is like, mob, I, mob, I, the mob mentality, the mob mentality, the mob mentality definitely mentality. took over. It right. definitely took over. Even me, I was like, I was, I was, uh, sort of conflicted because it's like, what, what is, what's going on? Is this, is this, is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? Cause I was trying to figure out what was actually happening. Were these people really just going up to let Congress know, Hey, we're here. We're tired of being ignored and we're just going to <coughs> bless you. Thank we're you. not going to bless you. I'm blessing you. So it was, um, it was, I don't, I don't know. It was one of those things where, where the, the mob mentality really, uh, kicked in, I think with, with a lot of people, um, and so restraint really wasn't the order of the day. Um, right. and so you had a lot of people, uh, going up, but dude, honestly, there was, there was only a few people that were really wanting to do destructive things. And I, I ran right. across a couple of them, yelled at a, at a few of them. I was like, don't be stupid. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. I remember one time, uh, everybody just standing around on the patio and this one guy, like, Nobody's doing anything. Everybody's just really just sitting, standing like a sit-in type of thing, but on the, on the patio. And this like short white kid um, looked like an Antifa type, you know, just real unclean looking. He's standing in front of like this line of riot police who are just standing there watching. They're not doing anything to anyone. And he goes, let's rush them in 10 seconds. And I'm standing right there like below him, right? And I start yelling at him like, dude, don't, don't be an idiot. Don't do that. What does he do? He finishes his countdown, charges into him. And I think like two other, two or three join in, but everybody else was just standing there like, what are you doing? You know? And they take off with the guys. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I know uh, there was a John Sullivan of Insurgents USA, BLM member. Mm -hmm. He was seen, he was seen, there were videos shown of him. Correct. Now, I also saw videos of Capitol Police like waving people in. I saw it. I saw yep. different two different videos. One where this is one cop, and it, he's definitely Capitol Police, and he's got it looks like he had a mask on, and he's waving people in. Yeah. And then there was another one where the Capitol Police opened up a barricade. Yep. There were like three, four, five of them, and they got out of the way as the crowd just kind of rushed in. Correct. So now I also heard that uh, the DC Mayor Muriel Bowser is that. Don't ask me. Yeah. Uh, rejected Mario, offers of a Mario yeah, Bowser. I don't know what it is. Muriel Bowser. Anyway, yeah. Rejected offers of additional law enforcement. Correct. So now what has been the uh what has been the reaction? It has been kind of what I was predicting would happen that the the whole narrative has been hijacked. That that uh, you know, there there were genuine grievances that are being ignored and ridiculed right now. Right, they've not been resolved. They've or they've not been addressed. Instead, the narrative is about sedition, treason, and terrorism. So, right. um, which is exactly what they wanted to do. And now there are consequences that that normal people are are Trump supporters are suffering. Mm-hmm. I noticed that you you put in the notes, "We are off Twitter." Are we? We're officially off Twitter. Yeah, I took us off Twitter. You took us off? Yeah, I took us off. Okay, all right. I've had it. So, 
I show a protest or what? Yeah, you better believe it. Okay. I'll let the world right. know. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I'm sure those people will miss. Uh, oh, absolutely. You better believe it. I mean, don't millions of people are going to be like, excuse me, right. where is well, Ad Sons can, of History? They can find us at Parlor unless. <laughs> unless that thing is down. gone. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I did, I did start an account on for myself on Clout Hub, and uh, you know, by the way, for those who are listening, like us or subscribe us. Actually, subscribe to us on YouTube. Yeah. Before, before we forget, subscribe. Yeah, to us yeah. On Sub- if you're watching, subscribe to to us here on YouTube. But you never know. Maybe a month in, yeah. we'll be getting off of here too, or we'll be kicked off. Who knows? Um, yeah. And speaking of what has been the response, the response has been absolutely third world. Yeah, it really threatening. Has. Third world and we government. Have, we, have ex- we have examples of this in history to mm-hmm. back up what, what, what you are saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, okay, let's see. I, I had a list of Google, Apple, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, which, by the way, is Chinese-owned. I knew TikTok was Chinese-owned when a friend of mine said, oh, you should join TikTok. I was like, okay, so I started reading up on it, and it's, it's from China. Yeah. And I warned her. I said, Leslie, get off, get off of TikTok. Do not use TikTok. because It's a Chinese company. Yeah. The servers are in China. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I warned a number of times about TikTok, probably about six to eight months ago. I don't know if anybody uh, listened, but. Well, this is before Trump even said anything about mm-hmm. uh, TikTok. Uh, Twitter, Twitch, um, they're all censoring in some way. Now, I took myself off of Amazon Prime. Done. There you go. I, they, I, I canceled my subscription with them uh, because of what they're, they're doing with Parler. They're responsible for the problems of Parler. Now, I don't know if this is true because mm-hmm. this needs verification, but God help me try to find something that's true nowadays. Yeah. Um, that's something about the Amazon employees were the ones that were insisting that Parler be removed from their servers. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I read the same thing. I also, you know, when um, Joe Rogan signed his uh, contract with Spotify, I believe, the employees for Spotify were wanting to censor um, or require him to censor himself on the show because they disagreed with some of the things that he would say. Okay. You know, that's the type of people that unfortunately are in, in power there. They have control over, over certain things. It's, it's really, so, <clears throat> it's really strange. It's, and, and here's the thing, here's what's weird is, it is all, they're all working together. Right. The, the app is, you know, it's individual. Like, okay, I created an app. I created the app. Well, it's being hosted somewhere, right? It's being hosted in, in the Google play store. It's being opened, uh, hosted in the Apple store. Well, if they don't want you on their platform, more or less, then in their store, then they won't allow you to be on there. Right. And it's like, okay, well, uh, parlor, even if that didn't happen, Amazon is in control now of your hosting. And then they're saying, no, we don't want to host you. Here's the thing is Amazon is what, uh, did, I don't know. Maybe they didn't get the contract with the CIA, but I, I know that they were in the works to get it. I think maybe Microsoft ended up getting that, but, 
they are so they control so much and that's the danger is if it's a private company and so many people rely on places like GoDaddy to host their their website and then all of a sudden GoDaddy says no we're not doing this and we're going to you know we close off your website now you got to go somewhere else and hopefully you can get to your website it is old i wrote an article about this a middle of last year about how the government is no is not playing the role of big brother it is private industry that's exactly mm-hmm. what this this is this is like way worse than what it was 6 to 8 months ago they've completely shown their hand on on right. what they believe and they sure as hell don't believe in um the the uh, first you know the first amendment or the bill of rights of, uh, at all i'm sure yeah, I mean they're letting uh, they're letting uh, private business do the dirty work for them. Mm-hmm. You know, this is kind of like uh, Godfather Two. You know, we have buffers now. Um, you know, Michael Corleone will be uh, will be Biden or, or if I can remember a stupid name, Kamala, Kamala, whatever. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala Harris um, will now just give orders. You know, I remember when Obama was president and uh, he didn't have to do any of the bad, uh, you know, you know, do, he, there were some things that were done that he didn't have to do. His minions did it for him. Right. Uh, accuse people of racism, that kind of stuff. He mm-hmm. just, he just stayed quiet. So now we have private businesses. Uh, we have private businesses doing this. Okay. Let's see. Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump, the uh, POTUS account, Michael Flynn, Dan Bongino, walk away. Biden is not my president. The first, the big one was uh, shut down. I don't know if they brought it back, but there were like 1.7 million members. That was shut down. Uh, Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, J.P. Sears. I love J.P. Sears. Have you ever watched him? No. He's that red-haired guy with the long hair. He's really oh, great. yes, yes, I have. Yes, yeah. He's great. Him. He, he is great. Uh, he was, uh, I don't know which platform... Uh, he stated that uh, uh, one of his platforms was shut down, so he moved to uh, Parlor. So, you know, they're okay. So they're they're shut down now. Meanwhile, Iran's Ayatollah Khamenei, yeah. <laughs> he's still up. Uh, the president of Venezuela, Maduro, he's still up. Now, Khamenei, he's talked about the death of Israel, you know, killing the Jews. Yeah. His account still going strong. Well, well was, probably uh, maybe Jack Dorsey is a big fan of that idea. Well, he does kind of look like a Hezbollah, you know, yeah. with the beard, homeless beard Hezbollah. Down. Yeah. <laughs> so um, now, you know, I wanted to mention this, the Michael Flynn thing. Yeah. Before we move on, mm-hmm. Michael Flynn, I want our audience to read up on a guy by the name of Alfred Dreyfus. Uh, he was a uh, French officer. Uh, it was. It came known as the Dreyfus Affair. It was. Uh, it was basically the uh, people who supported the Republic versus people who supported the old Catholicism, the the aristocracy, the the monarchy, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dreyfus was was a Jewish officer, and he was scapegoated. Told that, um, that, that he, there were evidence stating that he had given Germany some information. He was an artilleryman. Turns out it was all fabricated. 
read about the Dreyfus affair and Alfred Dreyfus, and then compare it to uh, General Michael Flynn. Didn't the they, whole Russia thing? Didn't they make that into a movie? I, think, I don't know. Because I I want to say that uh, Richard Dreyfus played um, the role of. <laughs> You know, we're going to need a better platform. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. I'm so pathetic. All right. Uh, moving on. We even have, um, okay. well, we've got the threat of a second impeachment. You're what? Right. Uh, Ten days away yeah. from yeah. it all being over and Pelosi and the House are gagging to mm-hmm. get another impeachment in. It's like... Yeah. Why? It's just so. It's just so that. Okay, now I, from um, I think Mitch McConnell, someone was saying uh, that it's not going to happen anyway because right. they can't start up until one o'clock on the twentieth, mm-hmm. which will be an hour after Trump leaves office. Right. So he's no. He'll no longer be the president. Exactly. But, It'd be just like a stupid formality. Yeah. It's but, just. But Pelosi's just being petty. She just wants that second impeachment so that. It'll be in the in the in the history books. Yeah, that's the only reason why she's doing. It. Mm-hmm. Okay, now um, President Trump and Twitter. Now, on January the eighth, President Trump tweeted this: "The seventy-five million great American patriots who voted for me, America first, and make America great again, will have a giant voice long into the future. They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape, or form." Twitter response was, this is what Twitter had to say. Now, the Twitter used these as an excuse for why they shut him down. And they shut down the official president of the United States. They said that the use of the words American patriots to describe some of his supporters is also being interpreted as support for those committing violent acts at the U.S. Capitol. The mention of his supporters having a giant voice long into the future and that they will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape, or form is being interpreted as further indication that President Trump does not plan to facilitate an orderly transition and instead that he plans to continue to support, empower, and shield those who believes he won the election. Now, President Trump tweeted another thing. He said, to all those who have asked, I will not be going to the inauguration on January 20th, to which Twitter responds, the second tweet may also serve as encouragement to those potentially considering violent acts that the inauguration would be a safe target as he will not be attending. So Twitter is like going for these reasons because it's being interpreted or encouraging, as in their words, that that that's reason enough to shut him down. So this is why I mentioned the Minority Report mm-hmm. as as a movie to recommend. So um, now here's now here's the thing that kind of uh, that amazes me is just that I remember uh, in 2000 and 2004 both times George W. Bush's election was challenged yeah now trump's was challenged in 2016 and hillary rodham clinton to this day still states that she lost unfairly and was cheated yeah that the russians were the ones even though even though the Mueller investigation found no proof 
she still states to this day that that Hillary that uh, Trump is an illegitimate president and that she was cheated and it was all a farce. But there have been no consequences, no. none, for for her talk. Yeah, I, she's still on uh, Twitter. And, and the thing is, is you could interpret her um, just accusations of of cheating as indications for why there have been so many uh, violent uh, riots that took place. Um, You could blame her for that. I mean, if you, if you hold her, if you were to hold her by the same standard that you're holding president Trump, then you could say, well, look what she's, look what she's saying. Look what she's doing. Um, She's to blame for all of those riots that took place this past year. Yeah. And you'd be wrong. Yeah, and there have been there have been a lot of there have been a lot of people killed this past year with a lot of the uh, a lot of the the riots that have taken place. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much property has been destroyed? How many businesses have been destroyed? Yeah. The economies. I mean, the fact that first we have COVID, and then you have all these riots mm-hmm. in all these cities. Uh, I mean, a lot of businesses. And and, and, businesses and here's the thing: is the government did nothing. Local, state. You know, federal government really did nothing to stop any yeah. of it. They they right. made it worse. They, you know, required the shutdown of businesses. Um, people lost their livelihood, some their lives. And to think that people have no, uh, maybe not have no right, but they shouldn't have shown up at the Capitol for a final rally or they shouldn't have been upset when they got to the Capitol. Um is one you're ignoring the entire situation you're in, in the entire year of 2020 you're ignoring all of the the actions conducted by um the government well not only that but i mean do you remember in uh, in 2016 uh, when when obama was still president we had a we had a guy in dallas gunned down I think he, he he murdered five police officers, right. and he he injured eleven other people, and he did it because of all the news reports of all the politicians saying that yeah. you know the police are out to kill black people, yeah, Innoc- kill innocent black people. There's there's a war between the police yeah. and black people. Yeah, and even so, yeah. so yeah, you had politicians from yeah. the very and, well, top and then the also you had that Bernie supporter. Yeah, gunned down uh, Scalise. Yeah, uh, he would have uh, killed. He would have killed way more. He didn't kill Scalise, but he would have. He would have definitely killed. You know those people if if they he hadn't been him shot himself. But nobody. Now, I'm not. I'm, nobody. I'm not going to go blame. I'm not going to blame Bernie for that. No, you're not going to blame Bernie, Bernie for it. But I'm just saying you're not holding everybody to the same standard. Correct. And that's correct. what is so blatantly intellectually dishonest. And, right. and, and absolutely hypocritical is that you, you want to, this is a game to people. This isn't, this is a, this is a game that is extremely dangerous and we'll, we'll wind up destroying this country if it isn't already destroyed completely already. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, look, when the ACLU starts coming out, in support of not support of Trump, but saying, uh, Twitter, you doing this, all of y'all doing this is a really dangerous precedent. 
it's being right. set. Sort of like Dershowitz saying, trying to rush a um, a second impeachment is extremely With dangerous two weeks precedent. Left. Yeah. With two weeks left. You're doing this and you are yeah. setting you are setting a stage for absolute authoritarianism via private company, which too many people actually defend. That's what's mm-hmm. weird to me is that people will be like, well, they're, they're a private company. Like, what the hell does that matter? Yeah. Okay, well then, if, if you're a private company, then you should be able to open up during the COVID crisis. If a company can do whatever it wants, yeah, then you know what? There are bars in Houston that are shut down. I mean, well, what if, if what, private, if, what if, if you're paying, a company, what if you're paying if your bill company, to, you're paying yeah. your bill to Verizon or AT&T or whatever. And then all of a sudden they just say, no, you're, you're not allowed to, to use our platform. You're not allowed to use, I'm paying my bill. Okay, fine. I'll go to Verizon. No, you can't use it. You are shutting down my mode of communication. Why? Because we don't like you. Yeah. But they're a private company. But that's how I communicate with people. So it's a private company. Well, they can do what well, they want. People, people could interpret that what you're saying might offend or cause harm in the future. So we're going to have to shut you down. Yeah. Hmm. It's kind of remind me. Here's the history part. Remind me of some of the reactions that took place um, in, after the Sarajevo assassination, 1914. You had the Reichstag fire. You had school shootings. You had the Oklahoma City bombing. Mm-hmm. After the Oklahoma City bombing, talk radio was blamed. Not Timothy McVeigh, McVeigh, but like Rush Limbaugh. They went after Rush Limbaugh. Oh, you're 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 causing people to be riled up against our president. <sighs> I you guys spoke out against uh, Reagan and Bush for the last twelve years. And then and then the September 11 attacks where. They tried to federalize everything, the mm-hmm. baggage handlers, and and uh, we had the Department of Homeland Security popped up. We had the yeah. Patriot Act. Everything, so many things happened. Now, when I go to now, you know, when I go fly on a plane and I got to take off my shoes, and I have to sit and you know, I remember uh, I got that pre TSA, and I still got flagged twice. And they're sitting there rubbing their hands on my, you know what? Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, okay. Why? Why? Why am I even allowing this guy to touch me on my junk? (laughs) (laughs) And why am I allowing him? He's going to be like, well, you're not going to be able to get on the plane unless I touch your junk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 the power. That is the power that these people have. You you could have the poorest idiot to the richest fool. And they have all this power. And the thing is, James Otis talked about this. With the writs of assistance. This is the power that people have. They have absolute power over you in given Mm -hmm. situations. Like the TSA guy. You do not comply with this. No comply, Mm -hmm. no fly. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I like that. Exactly. I love it. (laughs) There's a funny shirt where there's, it's kind of a sexually explicit looking touching and the T-shirt says, "It's okay if it's TSA." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm probably going to be flagged now for making these comments about the TSA. So, all right. Now, John Daniel Davidson of the Federalist. The reactions of what's going on. This is what Davidson of the Federalist says. He said that specifically, what is happening right now? It's about 
punishing supporters of President Trump. Uh, if we can depict the mob that attack as terrorists and traitors, and there's nothing we can't do to silence them. Now, Rick Klein, who is the political director at ABC News, prior to what happened at the Capitol, said, well, actually, no, it wasn't, um, this is, he said this on Thursday, pardon me, I'm, I'm wrong on that part. Mm -hmm. He goes, Rick Klein, the political director at ABC News, said the quiet part out loud on Thursday when he mused in a now-deleted tweet that getting rid of Trump is the easy part. The more difficult task will be cleansing the movement he commands. Cleansing. Mm. I, I hope cleansing. people really understand what these terms are associated with and what they mean. This is not uh, interpretations. These are signal words. These are words that have been used in the past, like ethnic or, cleansings, right. uh, political mm -hmm. cleansings. Like That means typically mass murder or imprisonment. All right. Well, the um, now remember how I was stating that I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm watching, I, I'm reading the people who are on the other side, my, many of my friends, and I'm reading stuff that's that's being thrown up on, you know, on Twitter, where people are are, are laughing at, at uh, Trump being silenced. Yeah. They don't have a problem with it. They actually support it. They think it's great. Um, but they're talking about like the hypocrisy of, uh, of the media elite, the hypocrisy of the left. Um, stating, hey, look, you know, he instigated those people. I, first of all, I listened to his speech. He did not instigate people to go storm and wreck. No. He said to peaceably protest, which is <laughs> right. He said, we're going to go down ever. to the Capitol and we're going uh -huh. to cheer on uh -huh. our representatives and our senators. Right, right. And the First Amendment protects your inalienable right to protest, to you know, petition, grievances, all that stuff. So now this is what he was talking about. Um, I'll, I'll continue with it with his article. It says that when Black Lives Matter rioters stormed city halls and police stations, burned down churches and ransacked shopping districts in major U.S. cities, killing dozens and destroying livelihoods, the media offered support for the rioters cause, which they invoked time and again to justify the criminal acts. Chris Cuomo of CNN said, please show me where it says protesters are supposed to be polite and peaceful. His colleague, Don Lemon, compared the riots to the Boston Tea Party, saying, this is how our country started. Now, I did uh, a Tuesday night history live on the Boston Tea Party. Mm -hmm. The Boston Tea Party was a targeted protest. Yeah. It was being forced jammed down their throat the sons of liberty and the 150 men that stormed the three ships did not burn down the ships they did not burn down businesses they targeted the tea and only the tea they did not harm anybody mm -hmm. they dumped the tea into the ocean as a or into the uh, harbor as a protest because they were going to be forced to take the tea and then pay the tax on it. They were going to be forced. Yeah. So it was a targeted protest. No, no, one, no one was hurt, no ships were damaged. And when it was done, they cleaned up the ships, handed the keys back to the owners of the, or the people that were on those three ships mm -hmm. and, and then left. No, no, no businesses, no homes were burned down, nobody was harmed. That's not the case with what we're seeing in the cities with the BLM and the, and the Antifa where, where, Innocent, 
innocent people. They're, they're being attacked. Uh, there, have, there have been several cops, including black cops, who have been killed trying to defend businesses. Yeah. So to sit there and say this is how our country started is asinine, completely asinine. Um, AOC argued that the whole point of protesting is to make people uncomfortable. Now, I, I have some friends who are leftists who said the same thing. When, when uh, BLM protesters shut down highways and blocked traffic, mm-hmm. this one guy has told me, and I've, I've talked about him before. He and I, we, we've been friends for like 40 years and or 35 years, and uh, relations between he and I have kind of gone downhill since then. But uh, he told me that the very reason why we have these, uh, uh, where they storm the highways and the, and the streets is to make them uncomfortable, to make people uncomfortable. When they go into restaurants and force people to chant, it's to make people uncomfortable. Uh, Vice President, uh, incoming VP Kamala Harris Kamala, urged you, her. You racist. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to call her Kay, Kay Harris. Yeah. Madden Whatever Harris. the hell her name is. Give a sh. Oh, well, well, <laughs> <laughs> At this point. Really yeah. Hey, she's not my vice president. <laughs> not my vice president. The, I'll call her. I'll call her. Call her the usurper Harris. Urged her supporters to contribute to a fund to pay bail for militant anarchists who set fire to Minneapolis. This is why MSNBC and CNN describe these fiery riotous scenes as mostly peaceful protests. Sometimes, while buildings and cars are burning in the background. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, it goes on. Uh, the last paragraph, uh, my, as my colleague Kristen Justice recently chronicled, um, GQ, Slate, Mother Jones, Time Magazine, Vox, New York Times, NPR, all of them ran news stories, analysis, and columns justifying the violence, praising the rioters, and mulling over the deep meaning of it all. Condemnations were few and attenuated. Yeah. Now, these are the same people who are screaming about the sacred citadel of the Capitol, that these are traitors. And uh, even if you'd stormed, yeah. even if you just stormed and you were there, you're a traitor, you're seditious. You're Which is stupid. Seditious. It's like that yeah. That right there is, there's a much deeper meaning. These are the people that are ruling our lives. And they're doing it because we, we you know, at least right now, supposedly voted them into office. And yeah. we're, you know, they were letting them know their frustrations. I was watching an interview of the guy and one of the guys who, who, uh, stormed the Capitol and he goes, nobody, they haven't been listening. Nobody's been listening. I mean, yeah. he goes, maybe it was wrong. He goes, but what else are we supposed to do? No one's listening. Mm-hmm. He goes, this, the election, he goes, even if it wasn't fraudulent, Nobody picked it up. Nobody looked at it. No, none of the courts accepted anything. Yeah. Is it so now they're, you know, he was like, this was sort of a, a last resort. Maybe it comes to nothing, but he was like, you know, at least he was, at least I think we made our voices heard. And you know, me, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Cause you've got people who are in power who don't give a crap about what your voice you know, is well, you can't you can't just dismiss what something you know you, you can't just dismiss what someone has to say. I mean, and especially if it's half if, the country. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are issues 
that still have not been solved, that still have not been addressed. And all they're doing now is, is instead of listening to what 75 million people have to say about, about you know, their grievances, they're now being told, well, you know, people who have these grievances, your side is seditious. Your side uh, committed treason, bunch of traitors. So, you know, we now are going to have to punish you for the actions of what some people Yeah, did. you're not allowed. You're on the wrong side of the tracks politically. So you don't, you're not even allowed to have any grievances. You don't get, yeah. you don't get that privilege. Yeah. That's you know, where I mean, we are. I, I, I never had a problem. I never had a problem. And I, it, when all the BLM protests were going on, the only thing that I was saying is, is that, you know, uh, there's a COVID pandemic going on and the city of Houston, for instance, was saying 60,000 strong, showing all these people at a protest. And I'm like yeah. going, it's not going to be a COVID thing. So, I mean, but I I, yeah. I, I actually supported, I, I didn't believe in their cause, but I believed in their right exactly. to protest as, and, long, and when they, as long as it was peaceful. Right. I mean, I was, I was fine with it. I'm, I, I don't like people destroying property or, you know, acting violently. Um, but when you have people who are killed by the police, especially when they're unarmed, mm-hmm. it's, I, I get so just aggravated. Cause I'm like, what do you, th- don't condemn it. Because what do you expect? What do you think is going to happen when you shoot some guy and he doesn't have a weapon on him? What do you expect to happen, man? So, look, yes, protests and and all that is is part of our our history and and one of our uh, sacred American rights that we get to do doesn't mean you got to agree with with whatever the protest is about. But they get to do it. And that's important. Like the Westboro Baptist Church, those freaks. Mm-hmm. I hate their cause. Their cause is garbage and trash, but unfortunately, they get to do it. But fortunately, they get to do it because that ensures that we all get to do it. Right. And now, because you you politically do not align, the people who are in power, the people who are in power of big tech, the people who are in power of media, and now they have the House, the Senate, and the executive, you don't get yeah. any voice. Yeah. You're asking for more trouble. And I'm not trying to be the, right. <laughs> don't misinterpret that or interpret that wrong, yeah. but you probably need to interpret that correctly. To think that yeah. you get to steal people's voices, half of the country, and you're like, well, take your voice and you'll like it. It's not yeah. going to happen. I don't know right. what's going to happen. I do anticipate further chaos if if this is the route these people want to take now we we are recognizing and observing but we're not endorsing the possibility no absolutely not but i'm just saying it's on the same line as if a police officer kills a black unarmed man you can expect a reaction and the reaction will not be great right now history has told us about how Governments can take a situation. This is out of Saul Alinsky's uh, book, by the way. If you ever get a chance to read that, never let a uh, was it never let a crisis go to waste. Yeah, go to waste. Okay, 
Uh, in uh, June 28, 1914, you had a Serbian nationalist assassinated the Archduke Franz Ferdinand and his wife Sophie. Uh, Austria-Hungary was like, hey, here's our opportunity. We've been wanting to, to punish Serbia for a very long time. Let's do it now. So they sent a, an ultimatum to Serbia, a list of 10 things that they demanded Serbia do. Now, Serbia was like, okay, we'll do nine out of the 10. But we want we can't do that that one that just that one because that undermines our entire uh, nationhood. And so Austria-Hungary was like, okay, fine, we're going to declare war, and they declared war. So and which led to World War One. Yeah. Uh, another example of a group, a government taking a a uh, an opportunity to never letting a uh, crisis go to waste. The Reichstag fire. February 27th, 1933. Adolf Hitler hadn't even been chancellor for a month at this point. He had just been made chancellor like, you know, four weeks earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, the Reichstag, uh, the building where the German legislature met, was set ablaze by, and it, it, this is in quotes, by someone. Uh -huh. And the government acted immediately. Yeah. Uh, although, although it had never been definitively settled whether the fire was set by a communist saboteur or by a Nazi agent, provo agent provocateur, which is what I call Antifa and BLM, mm -hmm. uh, a Nazi agent provocateur. Agent provocateur is someone who infiltrates, like they, when Antifa infiltrated infiltrated the, uh, the Trump rally, pretending like they're Trump supporters, right. causing damage so that people will turn against Trump. Mm -hmm. When really they were Antifa and they were the ones doing And I saw those videos. I'm telling you, those videos that I saw, that was, I mean, I don't have the, I don't have the proof, but you know, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, you yep. know, the same. I got it. Okay. Because it was their MO. That was their MO. Anyway. Okay. So, um, it is beyond debate that the Nazis capitalized on the event with a vengeance, insisting that the Reichstag fire was done by a communist uh, it was an onslaught of the communists against the Germans, and Hitler persuaded President Hindenburg to sign an emergency decree for the protection of the people and the state, suspending constitutional liberties and allowing the state to exercise extraordinary powers in the name of public safety. Public safety. That's yep. right. Public safety, yes. This is so for your very safety. Next day. Yep, for your safety. Kind of like COVID uh, response. Yeah. This is for public safety. This is for your safety. V for vendetta. Right. We have to shut down all the small businesses. Do all your shopping on Amazon. Yeah. All of it. Do all your shopping. Jeff Bezos would want it that way. Mm -hmm. By the way, is what $190 billion? He's a rich man. Let's just say that. Man, yeah. He's doing very so, well. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. So. So the, uh, the Nazis used this as an excuse, and uh, it was only, you know, we won't get too much into all the history of it. Uh, there was also the Enabling Act of March 23, came on the heels of the fire decree, um, which, uh, you know, put in place to safeguard the people. And, you know, this is to, uh, it says here that the chancellor's cabinet supposedly were given temporary legislative power, essentially making it an oligarchy with the powers of the Reichstag. Um, read up, read up on what happened after the Reichstag fire to kind of give you an idea. It'll, it'll remind you a lot about what happened after 9-11. Mm -hmm. 
when um, you know when when we set in place the Patriot Act and we created an entire department, the Department of Homeland Security. Right. Um, and this is where the whole TSA thing came in and uh, the no fly. I mean, there were so many things that were put in place that I believe were just supposed to be temporary. I mean, that there was that Snowden guy. Snowden was before he took off, recorded a video stating, OK, look, listen, this is what the NSA doing. They are listening to everything that you are saying on your phone. Mm-hmm. They are reading every email. This is not what we signed up for. No, this is not what we signed up for. Okay, yeah, granted, granted, it does make you safer, probably does capture terrorists. But you know, what's that Benjamin Franklin saying about those who give up, uh, you know, liberties for safety deserve neither? Yep, and it, it and it, it can be used as a weapon against you because if they can hear what you're saying for your protection then they can hear what you're saying to come after you because you're seditious, you're a traitor, treason. Mm-hmm. Well, what's traitor? Well, traitor is anyone who speaks out against the government. Right. Okay, slippery slope, Any, anything like that. Um, anything like that. Now, um, let's talk about what's going on right now. Warnings of the 2021 response. We, we mentioned Alan Dershowitz, yeah. who uh, warned about, like, for instance, the whole... Um, Impeachment. Uh, impeachment. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a constitutional law professor by the name of Jonathan Turley of George Washington University Law School, and he is a self-described liberal, and he's, he is a Democrat. Uh, he said that Democrats will gut the Constitution's free speech protections and its impeachment standard if they move to impeach Trump over last week's violence. Now he uh, he mentions okay here's the guy right here he mentions and and, and here's the uh, if I may cut in if I may cut in here's the thing is there there may be some people who argue saying well Alan you just said that even if they impeach them he's not going to get convicted he won't even you know go before the Senate so what what difference does it make the difference is the impeachment will have taken place the precedent of such an easy impeachment will have taken place on grounds that are not impeachable because if you're going to, if you're going to call what president Trump said during his speech as inciting violence, then you can say that anything that a president says that is opposite of how you think it should have been said, or if it's just because they're on the opposite uh, side of the, or on the wrong side of the aisle, then you can mm-hmm. say, Oh, I, I think that that, is inciting violence. I don't like that. Let's impeach him. And, and, and a precedent yeah. has already been set, which would make it easier because then you'll right. say, well, you remember in uh, 2021? So, yeah. Well, he, 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 he uh, touches, uh, he touches on this. Um, now he talks about, uh, this is where they, the book, the trial comes in. Mm-hmm. The author, Franz Kafka once wrote about uh, my guiding principle is that guilt is never to be doubted. And he said that Democrats suddenly appear close to adopting that standard into the Constitution as they prepare for a second impeachment of Trump, uh, seeking his removal for incitement. Uh, The Democrats would gut not only the impeachment standard, but also free speech, Mm -hmm. all in a mad rush to remove Trump just days before his term ends. It's like what now you just said something a second ago. Democrats are seeking to remove Trump on the basis of his remarks 
two supporters before the rioting at the Capitol. Like others, I condemn those remarks as he gave them, calling them reckless and wrong. I also oppose the challenges to electoral votes in Congress. But his address does not meet the definition for incitement under the criminal code. It would be viewed as protected speech by the Supreme Court. So, yeah, I mean, again, I, I didn't see... I, I didn't hear the whole thing. And here's but, the thing but, is what the left has done is they say now in, in their actions, we don't care what the definitions are. They don't yeah. care what the definitions are. We'll make them up as we go. We'll make the definition fit. We'll make the term fit our definition. Okay. So Turley, Turley goes on. He says, Democrats are pushing this dangerously vague standard while objecting to their own remarks, give a new meaning from critics. I'm going to pipe in real quick and just yeah. give you give you a hard time. I remember asking you before the show started, I yeah. asked you, hey, are you going to read all of that? And you're like, no, well, no, I'm just going to, I'm going to skim through. I'm going to, yeah, you're reading I mean, every freaking word, more or less. I know, but I mean, it's because, I mean, these are his words. I it's wanna, so I'm not gonna, good. I'm, I'm not, I know, but I'm not reading everything that he's saying. Pretty close. Um, Conservatives have pointed to Maxine Waters asking her supporters to confront restaurants, confront Republicans, Republicans and restaurants. restaurants. Yeah, did you see? Did you see the what, what she was saying? Yes, Maxine Waters. Yeah. If you see them at gas stations, get in their faces. Yeah, you know, and I think I think Obama once said, Obama once said to get in people's faces. Oh, I don't know. And and uh, and what's his name? Uh, his Attorney General. Uh, Wiener or not Wiener, Holder, Eric. Eric Holder, yeah, Wiener. No, the Wiener, so. the Wiener Holder. No, Eric Holder. <laughs> Eric Holder said, "If they aim low, kick him in the face." Yeah. Or kick him in the jaw. Remember when he said that? Did Something you ever see that? Eric, Holder. Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric Holder actually said that. Um, then, then there was the uh, the Kamala Harris said protesters should not let up, even even as some of those marches turned violent. Uh, all right. So where where do we go on? I'll 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 stop here. I'll stop here. Let's let's move on to the <laughs> solution. <laughs> I'll stop here. I'll stop here since yeah. I have. Well, I don't, I don't want to keep reading. I don't want to keep reading. I don't want you to keep reading all of it. If you get a chance to our audience, if you get a chance, read what Jonathan Turley has to say on this it, whole matter. It's on his now, website. Um. You know what? I, I don't remember what site I read this on. Okay. Well, you I can at, you I mean, can I, Google you can Google Jonathan Turley, and uh-huh. he has his own website. So yeah, he he puts a lot of stuff out all the time. Um, yeah. All right. So but the he, solution yeah, is so solution his solution is, is here's what's unfortunate. The solution is not going to happen. Okay. He's asking. Well, yeah, not, he's not, asked. Not. It's sort of like with the FBI whenever they do crap. Mm-hmm. And they're like, there should be an investigation into Comey. There should be an investigation into uh, Strzok and all that. No, it's not going to happen. Why is the FBI going to investigate themselves? Well, the DOJ can. The DOJ's in on it, in on it too. Why is the DOJ going to investigate themselves? Guess what? They're not. Right. And if they and if well, and if the and if a president is so bold as to demand an investigation, you are under my executive authority do an investigation, it's going to be a, a clown show investigation. It's a right. horse and pony well, show. You, you were you Dog were and pony, about, even. But you were talking about how a republic 
can't stand if there are doubts about the whole process. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that, that's the thing that he was saying was that, you know, 40 percent of all voters in this country have lingering doubts about about the whole system. You know, the unprecedented election on the reliance of mail in voting and the use of new voting systems and procedures. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, there, there's no. Uh, when you have such a large percentage of people doubting the legitimacy of the presidency, you know, he said he doesn't like the idea, but he said, just have an honest to God commission to investigate because he said that you have over a thousand sworn statements from witnesses to election fraud in Mm -hmm. multiple states. It would behoove the American government to do so, but we have American government who does not give a crap. And, and it, and it's not just the executive and it's not just the legislative, but it's also the court system. They don't care. Yeah. And you know why they don't care? Because the big voices don't care. The media doesn't care. And if Uh you care on social media, well, you found out what happens there. Social media shuts you down. You don't have a voice. And then if you actually do what a lot of people have been asking to have been done, which was let's make an alternative to parlor. I've got friends who are like, well, maybe it's best that they don't have parlor. Like, I really want to say something extremely vulgar right now, but I'm not going to. But it's like you people have been saying, well, why don't you make your own? Why don't you make your own, you know, conservatives? And then you make your own. And now they're going to say, well, why don't you make your own phones, too? And yeah. Why don't you? you know, it's just the insanity just keeps getting worse. Well, you know, President Trump could end up creating his own media. That's what he's saying. I'm I'm hearing I'm hearing words. I'm hearing words that he's he's connected. I've I've got some sources that are saying that he's reached out to someone in particular and if if that is true then yeah, definitely could take place very quickly. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean this is not uh this is not the Berlin Wall where you know, you, you, you can't criticize Facebook or Twitter and you can't leave to go to another place. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, if they're trying to shut down Parler, Parler is like trying to go to West Germany. Mm-hmm. This, this is when you were a little kid, by the way. Uh, I remember when the Berlin Wall fell. But, you know, back, back in those days, if you lived in East Berlin and you could escape to West Berlin or you live in East Germany, you could escape to West Germany. Well, right now they're trying to say, nope, nope, we're not going to even allow West Germany. Yeah. You have to stick with Facebook and Parler. Or, 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 or just don't have anything. Yeah. Right. And and if you can't abide by our rules, we're just gonna shut you down completely where you mm-hmm. have no speech whatsoever. And that's what and that's what that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. So do we have a solution? Uh, yeah. Uh, we need to we need to expunge ourselves from their control create our own control and be able to say and do whatever we want. Yeah. That's what freedom is. That's what freedom is. But that's also what division is. Complete division. A house divided. You're not, you're, Mm -hmm. you talk about echo chambers. That's going to be massive echo chambers. I mean, parlor is an, is a conservative echo chamber for sure. But the thing is, is like, if you've been kicked out, if you've been, if you if you go to a friend's house and right when you get there, they let it be uh-huh. known under no uncertain terms that they don't even want you there. Are you gonna stay? 
Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not going to leave Facebook. I'm not going to leave Facebook. I mean, I'm going to stick around because, but I, I want to do the Facebook. I want to do Parlor. I want to do MeWe. Um, you know, I want to be able to hear, you know, other voices. It's it's why do I do I watch Fox News? Uh, not really. I mean, sometimes I do like to watch Tucker Carlson, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not going to rely on Tucker Carlson. I'm not going to rely on Fox News. Yeah. I will. I will watch. I will watch other stations uh, because, yeah, you can't be in an echo chamber. You have to hear what the other side is saying, because if you don't, then you're just as ignorant as them when all they're saying is is that everybody who stormed, everybody who attended the Capitol, uh, the the protest, they're all treasonous, traitorous, seditionists, because that's what uh, the reporters are telling. That's what the politicians are telling. Mm hmm. So, yeah, you, you have to, you know, I'm not going to encourage people to shut down Facebook and go to Parler and MeWe. I'm going to say, no, keep your account open. Um, unless you just don't want to give them your money. You know, you don't want them to, you don't want, uh, what's that idiot, Mark's, uh, Mark Zuckerberg? Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't want him to benefit uh, by you being there. Yeah. Other than, okay, I, I can kind of understand that, which is why I cut... Amazon Prime, I'm not going to give my money to Jeff Bezos anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. And I'm not going to order from Amazon. That's good. And so. more people need to do that. I was asked the other night, I was asked Thursday, well, actually Friday night, I did a, a Friday night, Thursday night live chat. Um, and people were like, you know, the, the Republic is, is falling apart. You know, we want to capture our country back. What, what, what do we do? I go, you want to know what to do? Take your kids out of school, homeschool them, or or send them to a private school. Shop local. Don't go to Walmart. Don't go to Target. Don't go to places like that. Go to church. Pray. Spend time with your family. Those are the things that you need to be doing. You want to restore the Republic? Quit being under the under the the almighty hand of the government. Do that. And can I, can I make a suggestion also is quit Binge watching so many shows on Netflix. Correct. Read a book. Read a God blessed book. Read books for crying out loud. Read some books. Quit watching. Uh, uh, a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, was like, "Oh, you need to watch this one show. What's it about? Oh, it's about this guy who's hunting Nazis in America." And I'm like, "Nazis? World War II ended 75 years ago." We're not being infiltrated by Nazis. We're being infiltrated by communists. They're making these shows to divert your attention into a threat that doesn't exist. Correct. And completely ignoring the threat of communism, which does exist. Right. Is there a show on communism being bad? Is there? There is. I I, I, I don't know about it. You know, and that's the thing that Jordan Jordan Peterson was talking about, that everybody knows about what the nazis did in the concentration camps but nobody nobody knows about the gulags yeah exactly yeah Yeah. i i I, uh messaged that out the other day on instagram i was like i i wonder i said here's a test ask your kid if they know about the nazi concentration camps and then ask them if they know about the gulag so i want to i want to say this alan uh (laughs) i don't know what you did i don't know if you're slumping but you look really short. You know who you look like? You look like Steve Martin and uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels no, <laughs> at the dinner table. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. 
Can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that brings our show to a close. As always, we like to end on a scripture. And I want to bring this one up. I had one. It was Proverbs 23, 23. I'll go ahead and say it anyways. Buy the truth and sell it not. Also, wisdom and instruction and understanding. Um, there's also another one in Romans I'm just now thinking of where it says, let God be true and every man a liar. Boy, if that's not the truth, then there is no truth because every freaking person is a liar at some point in time. And we have seen that in bulk this past 365. Um, but this one I, I wanted to bring up. And when I say by the, when Solomon says by the truth and sell it not, he is saying, get Get the truth, and when you find it, don't let go of it. Don't, I mean, to the highest bidder, do not give it away. That's how important the truth is. You know, Winston Churchill once famously famously said that often the truth is so important that it's actually surrounded by a bodyguard of lies. So you cannot do anything against the truth. Right. You can only ignore it. Which is which is unfortunately what happened at the end of this year. Uh, is so much ignoring of of what has happened. But Jesus says this in Matthew twenty three twenty seven. He says, "Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites!" And that's really what we're talking about in this in this episode is the absolute blatant hypocrisy of the left. You know, I I, I typically don't like to go after Democrats and the left just blatantly, but this is sickening. Yes. Yeah. What happened at the Capitol is regrettable. Um, it was sickening. I, I actually, we condemn it. Here's the thing: is is that the people on the right condemn it. Yeah. But how many? How many? How many on the left have condemned the violence that's taken place? Right. No, they're not going to. They're, they're not, not. Yeah. Very rarely are, are they are they going to. Um, even if somebody dies, um, it was sickening. I I tell you, I I. When I got back home, I didn't I didn't stay here. I went to my parents for a few days just so I could mm-hmm. be around some people. Because th- even when I did the Friday night show, uh, a lady that uh, I used to go to church with, very sweet family, I love them to death, she even said, it, it appears like you may be suffering from some PTSD. And to an extent, I was. I mean, I've been stressed, anxious, just from what I, from what I witnessed and everything and all that happened. Um, it truly was stressful and I didn't even see like the worst of it, you know? So yes, the sons of history do condemn what took place. Um, in, in, in mass of, of everything that I saw, however, when I, when I say that people were yelling and, and, and letting their voices be heard and they, they went up on the Capitol. Yeah. I mean, I wish it wouldn't have happened, but at the same time, I understand why that they were making their voices heard. What happened with people dying is sickening. Um, and yes, we do condemn it. Um, but the thing is, is now we see the absolute hypocrisy of, of the left. And I am so over it. I am so over it. Um, and Jesus was over it too. He says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like unto white, whited sepulchres, sep- sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all cleanness, uncleanness. And that's it. It's like you can you can sit there with your expensive suits 
and your mansions and your your power and you can sit behind your you know your twitter handle and and tweet whatever the hell you want to but at the end of the day if you are saying um, we believe in the first amendment right of free speech but these people don't deserve free speech then you're a hypocrite you are nothing more than an absolute hypocrite a whited sepulcher you look beautiful on the outside, but when you speak, you're speaking nothing but lies and you're full of dead men's bones and uncleanness. And I'm done with it. I really am. Um, and so I don't know if this is like from this point on, I'm not going to let up on on the left, but I, I, I truly have tried and you know this and you know this at the from the beginning of the show to late into the show, I have tried my very best to be as as fair and balanced, not Fox stuff. I'm not trying to be a clown, but you know that I have even talked to you. I'm like, I don't like putting out that you and I are conservatives, that we, you know, are from a conservative viewpoint. I think eventually that just comes out in the way that we talk about things. Um, I even wrote an article about the Louis Gohmert lawsuit Mm -hmm. about trying to give more power to um, Mike Pence. And that, conservatives jumped on that and were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. That's wrong. It's a misinterpretation of the 12th amendment. And I'm, I've tried very hard and I will continue to try to be balanced on, on everything because I'm not going to try to be dishonest just so I can get political points from a certain side, but I'm not going to let up and be like, well, you know, you know, maybe the left is, you know, the left has made it so blatant. It's ridiculous. And, and, and I am truly saddened by it. But that that is where that is where we are as a country. Well, I mean, if anything, I'm the one that's always been a little bit uh, more as the anti-leftist. So, yeah. But I mean, it's just it's how I I I've seen enough in my life. You know, I'm 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 in my 50s. I've seen enough in my life to see how things are. I've read enough about uh, about the history. I, I'm I'm not in any way supportive of the Republican Party, especially now. I'm, right. I'm not a uh, no, I can't. I can't be. Um, I'm a, I'm a conservative to an extent. And, and the thing is, I can't be a libertarian. And, and that's a long conversation. I mean, I am right. somewhat libertarian, but I'm more conservative than, than libertarian for certain. Right. But this Republican trash party. No, I, yeah. I can't get behind it. I can't get behind my freaking representative, Kevin Brady, you know, because he's a clown. John Cornyn, trash. Ted Cruz. Uh-huh. I'm a fan. But other than that, there are very few. So Dan Crenshaw, well, don't trust him any further than I can, I could throw. I've seen, I've seen Dan Crenshaw. I've been reading some of his, some of his posts. Um, I don't know what to believe in terms of him. You know, the guy I met, I met the guy. I was very fortunate to meet him one time. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems like a genuine person who has heard things and he's trying to warn people, look, you're being told things from people you trust that just are not true. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the man served, he, he was permanently scarred serving our country. So I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But yeah, but there's that part of me that's like, something's just, something's just not I've right. I've experienced a couple of things with him on, uh-huh. on certain things, even like going and, and hearing him uh, speak to some kids uh, here recently 
um, the red flag law stuff, him being involved with, um, now I freaking can't great. Now I'm going to bring it up and I, I can't even remember, but it's a big globalist group. Um, so, you know, um, I'm just like too many things are, are throwing red flags to use a term on Dan Crenshaw. Yeah. Okay, this is not an anti-Dan Crenshaw um, run, but I'm just saying I don't like the Democrats and I don't like the Republicans. I just want somebody to be freaking honest. I want yeah. somebody who cares about the Republic and the people. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And and, and I, I want everybody's voices to have a chance to be heard. If it was the Democrats who thought it was, you know, an illegal election, okay, Run it. Check it out. Because you always have to think in the long term. I think we've been going on long enough. But yeah. All right, dude. Where, where can people find us now that we're not on Twitter anymore? Now that we're not on Twitter anymore, they, they can still find us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram, for now, uh, Parlor, And we have our very own website, www thesonsofhistory.com where mm-hmm. we will not be censored that's where that's at least one place where we'll say whatever the hell we want to say amen um uh i did uh i did do a recent story on facebook regarding the anniversary of the uh, battle of new orleans and you had a very very good speech which i i or presentation i watched on friday um your Thursday night live chats only you had yours on Friday and you have your articles on uh, the Epic Times. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of places, a lot of places where we can be found. Yeah. Oddly enough, my last article for the Epic Times was taken down. There you go. (laughs) And it hit a little too close to home, especially for all that was going on even before it happened. So anyways, all right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that brings our show to an end. We hope that you've enjoyed yourself. Um, It's good to be back in Texas. Um, All right. You got anything else, bro? No, just uh, uh, I feel like now we have to watch what we say, and that's not American. No, it's not. That's that's completely un-American. And I I have dread. I have dread for our our country. I have dread for our freedom. Yeah. Um, when we're not on the air, I'll tell you about some of the things that I have done just recently. I don't, I don't want to talk about it in the air. And it's sad that I have to go that route. Yeah, it is sad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, turn that frown upside down. We'll talk to you next week.